Welcome to Unstoppable Faith with Dr. Kazumba Charles. This program is designed to inspire you to stand on the Word of God and to help you build unshakable and unstoppable faith in Jesus Christ. your host, Dr. Kazumba. Shalom and welcome to Unstoppable Faith. Uh, this is uh, Dr. Kazumba Charles. I just want to thank all of you that have been watching around the world. I want to give a shout out to ZNBC TV3 there in Zambia and uh, Look Up Television Network in Kenya for supporting this ministry and for broadcasting all our message right in the heart of Africa. I also want to give out a shout out to uh, Faith FM. Kitchener, Ontario, for broadcasting the audio version of this message. Today, I have another program that I want to share with you, another message, by the way, that I want to share with you. And, um, you know, go, going with everything that is happening around the world and uh, what we see, what we hear, uh, one of the things that we need to grasp in this season is uh, really having the, 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 the spirit of... Uh, discernment because if we can discern properly then we'll be able to understand what God is doing in the midst of the storm and what God intends to do through this there is a shaking that is happening there is a shaking that is happening around the world but it is very easily uh, uh, we can easily miss what God is intends to do in this season if we don't look at this with the spirit of discernment now, let me take you first of all to the, uh, I want to take you to the, to the book of Matthew where we'll be looking at, uh, 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 you know, when we, when we go deeper into this uh, message. Uh, but before we do that, we got to understand that discernment is uh, the believer's spiritual survival in a world in a crisis. Discernment will protect your soul, your spirit, your mind, and your heart. Because you are able to discern certain things that the enemy right now is uh, releasing into the atmosphere. Uh, we're living in a season, time and age that requires a deeper also understanding. By the way, you can't walk in the spirit of discernment without having a deeper understanding of the word of God. You can't discern anything away from the word of God. So if you just go with the flow, uh, with everything that is happening around the world, you will easily be misled by the enemy because uh, that is what the enemy is trying to do so we need to have the spirit of uh, discernment now let's put into the definition here before we, we go to Matthew let's look at the definition of uh, discernment in its simplest uh, uh, definition uh, discernment is uh, nothing more than the ability to decide between truth and error right and wrong 
Discernment is the, the process of making careful distinctions in our thinking about truth. And in other words, the ability to think with the discernment is synonymous with the ability to think biblically. When you are able to think biblically, then you are able to discern that which flows from the Spirit of God. Whatever flows from the Spirit of God flows from the Word of God. Now, look at this here. Discerning the enemy. Right now, the enemy is on the attack. Division, race division. Uh, you see what the enemy has done over the years, and it's not only in this season, but he has done it over and over. We have things like uh, the black church here. We have things like the white church here. The enemy has uh, managed to divide the people that God created. And I don't think in heaven we're going to have uh, the white church here, the black church here. There's nowhere you see in the Bible where we're going to have all those camps in there. But the enemy has managed to really tear down on what God created uh, pure, created to function together, created to work together to bring the glory and the presence of God. Now, we got to understand in this season to descend the enemy and his attacks. Listen here. Satan likes trade-offs. This has been the system of the devil for many years. He likes to trade. He will trade certain things so that you can have your comfort, but it doesn't bring healing. It doesn't bring restoration. It will trade off to say, I will pass on the law that will protect the people, but it doesn't bring the healing. What we need in this season is to understand, first of all, if we can discern what the Spirit of God is saying, what God intends to do, then we're going to start moving towards the healing process. Now, look at this here. In Matthew chapter 4, verse 1 to 9, let's read that. It says that then Jesus was laid up by the Spirit. And I like that very verse there. We can't we can even stop there. It says that then Jesus was laid up by the Spirit. You know already you're starting off very well. If you're going to be laid by the Spirit, then you're going to win with the Spirit. You're going to overcome with the Spirit. You're going to overcome because of the Spirit of God. God that is in you. So it says that uh, then Jesus was laid up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. Now we've got to understand also there. The enemy came to him because he knew Jesus was in need of something. That's why that is included in there. He was hungry. You know, when you are thirsty for something or you are hunger for something, the enemy will come off with a trade-off. He's going to sneak in because he knows what you need. He knows what you desire. And look what he does here. Then the tempter approached him, who Jesus. He said, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. But he answered, it is written, man must not live on bread alone, but on every word from the mouth of God. From every word from the mouth of God. He goes on in Matthew chapter 4 verse 5 to 7. It says that then the devil took him to the holy city, had him stand on the pinnacle of the temple and say to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down for it is written, he will give his angels orders concerning you. Don't forget Jesus has been fasting for 40 days. Probably he's feeling the power. Remember he is God himself. 
himself. He can do this. He can jump. He can exercise his authority. But the enemy likes trade-offs. He wants to trade with him here. And he doesn't trade with people what they don't already have. He's going to trade you. Look, freedom, we shouldn't even be begging for freedom. God has given us the freedom. We shouldn't even be rioting for freedom. It is ours. God created us with freedom. So there is no need for us to march on the streets to regain our freedom that God already created. But look what the devil does. He says, uh, if you do this, then I will do this. Look, I, I'm reminded as before even go deeper into this, I'm reminded of a, a woman, a, a widow that went to the judge and this widow began to plead with the judge and remember a widow in that culture was one of the most despised people let alone even having the guts to go to the judge uh, that is uh, that tells it all but listen she knew what she needed to get freedom belonged to her justice belonged to her but it was denied by the other party but we shouldn't even be matching for this and I'm saying this if you are a leader in authority or in government, you need to know this. As you are exercise your authority, people should not beg for that authority. You are in that position to give freedom to the people. That's why you are there. Now look here. So the enemy is trying to trade with Jesus here. Jesus responds. He says, uh, for it is written, he will give. Sorry, the devil says, for it is written, he will give his angels orders concerning you. And they will support you with their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. Jesus responded again. It is also written, do not test the Lord your God. I like this. Matthew 4, verse 8 to 9. It says again, the devil took him to the very high mountain and he showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. And he said to him, I will give you all these things if you will fall down and worship me. My goodness. Look at the trade-off here. If you just worship me, I will give you all these things. But Jesus has already, is, is, is the God. He created all these things. Does he need all those stuff? Absolutely not. He created them. But the devil will not trade off with something that you don't already have. He trades off with what is yours, what belongs to you. Freedom, justice belongs to you. And he knows you're going to try and trade off on that thing so that he can oppress you even more. Because the more you begin to beg for those things, the more he's going to praise you, the more he's going to oppress you, the more he's going to push you down. So here Jesus said to him, go away, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and save only him. Then the devil left him and immediately angels came and began to do what? To save him. Now, from that all account, what we see with Jesus is that he was able to identify the enemies. So the importance of discernment is something that we can never overemphasize. But here's the thing. Discernment is one of the areas where many of us Christians stumble. I personally have stumbled in this area. Uh, have you trusted people that you, you were not supposed to trust? And let me tell you, if you go by your guts, the same guts will lead you to, into trouble because God did not give us the guts to control what we see or where we go. He gave us the Holy Spirit. Why? If you have the Spirit of God, then you're going to have the Spirit of discernment. Your guts, yes, for real, sometimes your guts can tell you, this is a good guy. This is a wonderful guy. But trust me, your guts can also cause you to trust people that you should not. I've had a, a lot of testimony 
testimonies of people that got married. They saw this guy. They said, everything just connected. Everything that just connected. I loved him and everything. They connected. They got married. The God says, marry this person. But my goodness, the misery that came on. Uh, I've got one, you can look at uh, our program, one of the testimonies of uh, Soraya that I did, a Spanish woman. A Spanish woman that uh, ended up marrying a witchcraft uh, uh, exercising man. Because our gods told her, hey, this is a good guy. Listen, don't count on your gods to speak to you what is spiritual. You've got to count on the spirit of God that is in you. That's why God gave us the spirit of discernment and the Holy Spirit to remind us of things of the kingdom of God. So discernment is one of the areas where many of us fail. Lack of the spirit of discernment leads to missed opportunities. Oh, let, let, let me even talk about that a little bit. Many people pray and pray for their opportunities to come. But you know, God is the God of inconvenience. He doesn't bring them with a brinkling and shining. He'll bring opportunities to you when there is nothing in it for you. Probably maybe when you don't even have the money. And then God says, uh, hey, give your money to this person. You're like, what? What are you talking about? And, and, and when you give, you never knew. The Bible says, some without knowing, they entertained what? Angels. So here's the thing here. When you begin to see what, uh, what discernment can, can do to you, you discern. I've been in places one day, uh, actually this ministry is uh, built on uh, that very thing, but I did not know it was discernment. I had an offer that came when I first wrote my book, uh, Revisiting the Foundation. And the lady, the interviewer of a TV show that invited me to go on a show, here is how she, 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 she wrote to me. She said, uh, we can't come and pick you up at the airport. We can't pay for your airfare. And we won't come to pick you up from the hotel to the TV studio. If you can show up here, we're going to have uh, a 30 minutes TV program to interview you on your, on, on your book. Listen, I had only $400 in my house. We had nothing. I was uh, just graduating from uh, Bible college then. No money, nothing. We are first generation Canadians here. I don't have an uncle. I don't have an auntie where I can go to tend for food. I looked to my wife. I said, we have only $400 and we have uh, four kids. My wife said, just go. Look how inconvenient God is. I paid for my flight with that money. I rented one of the most cheapest motels, smoked in, the, the place where you can't even sleep, and went there to California to be interviewed. There was totally nothing in it for me. But look, that opportunity brought the opportunity of our ministry to where we are at. I won't tell this testimony. You go and uh, watch some of the testimonies that I've shared. You see, when you can discern, like I said before, God works with inconvenience. He will ask you to do things when your heart is not involved in it because your opportunity is just about to break out. Like what is happening around the world right now? It is uncomfortable. It is uncomfortable, but something is breaking. God is doing something in the hearts of men. God is doing something. There is a conviction. There is a repentance. But we shouldn't remain there. We have to make a move. We have to adjust our, uh, you know, our lifestyle to accommodate people of all backgrounds. Look here, if the spirit of the word of God is not operational or active in our mind, soul, spirit, and heart, we cannot see beyond circumstances in front of us. Jesus was able to do what? To defeat the enemy's temptation because he, his, the spirit of the word of God was in him. 
And remember, the Bible says what? He was led by the Spirit. The, the other thing here I want to emphasize on is the importance of discernment. Listen, you can't just look at, a, you, you know how God looks at? He doesn't look at the outward appearance. He doesn't look how, uh, uh, how people look outside, how, how tall, how, how, how nice, how spiritual, how, how powerful they may look. God does not look at that. You know what he looks at? He looks at the heart because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. That's where we overflow with the fruits of life. So if you are able to discern what is in the heart, oh, trust me, you will never miss an opportunity. You will never miss an opportunity. So here... Spiritual discernment is very important today because a failure to distinguish between truth and error can lead us to all manner of false teaching about God. There have been lots of false teaching. People did not discern. They told uh, black people are cursed. You, have you ever heard of that? Where did you get that from? Can God create something and then he curses it? Are you, are you joking? But listen, because of a lack of interpretation of the word, there is no lack, of, I mean, a lack of context to the word. So we got to understand here uh, what lack of uh, spiritual discernment can do. You, you, you see those prophets that sell water, that sell all these things that it's going to heal you? Yeah, God can do anything. You know, he can use anything to, to heal you. But if you discern really, you begin to understand your healing is totally in the power of the word of God. Your healing is totally in, 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 in looking at the word of God and the power and the spirit of the word of God. Now look at this here. False teaching then leads us to unbiblical mindset which results in a lifestyle of the world rather than of the kingdom culture. Talking of the issue, for example, of racism. I've already stated in my, my, many of my teachings, I said, uh, I'm more concerned uh, with the racism that is in church. And you know why? Because uh, here's the reason. How can a person who claim they have the spirit of God and yet despite the spirit in which God created every human being? And you're going to claim, which God then are you worshipping? Which God are you serving? Which God do you have in your heart? You see, that's where, for me, I, I, I'm more concerned about the, the racism and, and the, the, the segregation that the, the church has done over the years. Now we have a, a black church, a white church, a Chinese church. Where in the Bible is that? You can't find that or, or that. Yes, if you're trying to distinguish between whatever, but let's, let me tell you, that is not the clear way to do it. Because uh, these things now begins to lead us into unbiblical mindset. It is a responsibility of every Christian to walk in and to walk with the spirit of discernment. Let me give you uh, three scriptures uh, before we, we wind up this program today. Um, um, here, first, discernment is not optional. It's not for only a few people. It's not only for super spiritual people. You have every believer... Every believer who have been born again, born of the Spirit of God, born into the family of God, born into the kingdom of God, he has to have the spirit of discernment. And here's why. You remember when Jesus was about to leave in the book of Acts? I mean, it, when he was about to go to heaven, what he told his disciples? He said, now wait here. I will send you another comforter. It wasn't just to comfort them in their pain. It was actually, the, 
the Holy Spirit, when you begin to see the attributes of the Holy Spirit, you begin to understand. It says, He will lead you into all truth. He will lead you into all truth. Meaning, you walk with that discernment. Look at First uh, Thessalonians 5, verse 21 to 22. It says this, But examine everything carefully. Hold fast to that which is good. Abstain from every form of evil examine everything the situation like this like for example you know um what is going on in the world the bible says examine everything carefully hold fast to that which is good and abstain from every form of evil to examine there is to discern you're not examining to to discern by the way is not a, just a judgment to say i think or suspicion you know, many people um, are laid by suspicion more than by discernment. They, they suspect, as a person of color, for example, you're just walking into a store or you're walking somebody, somebody has already formed an opinion of you that is going to steal. Or walking to my car and there are people in another car, uh, as I'm trying to get to my car, they just start locking the doors thinking you are a thief. Because they've already formed that opinion. That is what? That is not discernment. You can discern. I've been in a place. I worked in a place, in a, in a store actually. In a store of all places. Let me tell this quick story, quick testimony. I'm working at a place called uh, Princess Otto as I was going to Bible college. And uh, that day, my wife and I, we had prayed and prayed and prayed. We had nothing at home. I was a student, an international student. As I went to Princess Otto, uh, I began to work and there was a lady and her husband who came. The husband, really rough guy, so tall and lots of beards. And I was even scared because I had my own, you know, opinion of him when I saw him. But let me tell you something. What you see most of the times is not what you see. You can see through the glances of your fears. You can see through the glances of your judgment, but that is not what is in that person. So anyways, I began to work and help them, and, and then uh, they stopped, and they started looking at me. So to me, I'm like, why are they looking at me? So the wife came to me and said, um, uh, excuse me, today we were praying. We were praying today with my husband, and the Lord spoke to us that you're going to meet a man of God. We have looked everywhere in the stores. We have moved into the town. This is in Saskatoon. And these people, obviously, they are listening to this program. I love you so very much, the Broadford. But here's the thing. They looked, they said that the Lord spoke to us. You're going to meet a man of God. I did not look like a man of God. I had my steel toe boots. I, did, I, was, uh, I was wearing the uniform of the company to work. And I was uh, actually filthy. I didn't look with the Holy Ghost. They, you, could, you could even miss. And when we're working, we're just working. There is no, nothing spiritual about us. So he, she stops and please help me. Because the Holy Spirit is speaking to me right now. That here is the man of God that you're gonna, you, you were supposed to meet. Uh, help us if we are wrong. I looked, tears started dropping in my, my, my eyes. I said, uh, who is this kind of a God who can locate you and find you when you don't even think of it? And you know what she did? She gave me a check. Said God had commanded them to give a $1,000 check to this man of God that we're going to find. To this day, they are one of our best friends. Uh, up to this day, I've, I've been blown away. But look at this. She did not look at my appearance. I did not have a suit. 
I was not holding a Bible. I was not speaking with the voice of a preacher. I was just there saving. But guess what happened? She was able to find exactly what God has spoken to her. Because of what? Because of the spirit of discernment. She could discern. That's why the Bible says, my spirit within, uh, my spirit bears witness to the spirit of God that we are children of God. Meaning that the, the, the descending spirit of God in you and the descending spirit of God in you will descend to comfort you and to let you know that you are a son of God so the Bible says but examine everything carefully examine everything carefully and hold a fast to that which is good first first John chapter 4 verse 1 the Apostle John issues a similar warning when he says do not believe every spirit but test the spirits to see whether they are from God because many false prophets have gone out into the world listen we we, we major on uh, calling out prophets on that we major on calling out all oh, their bad prophets no, no 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 we miss the point there the the point in that scripture is do not believe every spirit but examine or test or discern you get it discern because uh, if a prophet shows up then you don't have the spirit of discernment you're gonna go into a judgment mode to say he's bad 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 prophet now here's first Kings chapter 3 verse 9 to 9 you see what Solomon had to ask from God Solomon did not ask for money. He did not ask for fame. He did not ask for anything else. Look what the Bible says. It says, uh, so give your servant a discerning heart to govern your people and to distinguish between right and wrong for who is able to govern these great people of yours. You see, my, my cry right now and my heart desire, you, you want to know the healing and restoration of, from racism? or from anything, by the way, is when people are given a discerning heart to discern everything that God says about each one of us, to give us the wisdom to distinguish between wrong and right. I won't call any other people names when I've got right attitude towards the word of God. And in conclusion here, Discernment is the ability to think biblically or according to the word of God. Before we respond to any situation surrounding us, we must pause and tend to the word of God with questions like, what does the word of God say about this? When you look at discernment in the Bible, it's always connected to the spiritual maturity. So how can we develop the spirit of discernment? Quickly here, for three things. Studying the word of God. Because if in you there is the word of God, there is nothing else that is going to occupy you. Growing in our faith in Jesus and growing in the knowledge of God, in his character, in his nature, and in his attributes. By looking at what is happening around the world, we can clearly see that the enemy is on the attack. Because where the spirit of God is and he is moving, there is no confusion. Divisiveness, hatred, racism. What is moving around the world right now is the devil. And I am praying for believers who have the character and the heart of God to rise up and to say, I will let the character of God move through my life to be a blessing to those people, to be a blessing to each other. That's how we overcome.
May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May you be always overshadowed by the presence of God. Thank you for joining me today. God bless you. Faith is the currency of the kingdom of God. Thank you for tuning in to Unstoppable Faith with Dr. Kazumba Charles. If this program has been a blessing to you, write to us at life at kazumbacharles.com and share your testimony.